honored this morning to share the word of God with you. It is always a, a privilege and an honor to stand in front of you to share the word of God. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Just before we get started, I just want to say that um, God has called us into a cause that is worth dying for. It is a cause that we need to be committed to. You know, the Lord's cause, we need to be committed to it wholeheartedly. Without any apology or compromise. The Bible says that creation awaits for the manifestations of the sons of God. The Bible says creation, the whole of creation is awaiting for us to come out and show forth that which God has called us to. Hallelujah. And who are the sons of God? The word of God says those that are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Hallelujah. We have been called to a cause where other people have given their lives and died for it. And so we ought to know that as the church of God, God has great intentions and great plans for who we are. And we cannot afford not to acknowledge the truth about who we are. Because that is who we are. And the enemy would fight at all costs to try and deter us. To try and show us a, a different route. To try and give us different options. To try and give us our own inventions. To try and give us ways within which we should be, we should be distracted from the main cause. And so, Vazalan, I want to charge us this morning. That as we sit here like this. This is not all there is to serving God. Waking up on a Sunday morning, getting dressed and coming here and singing a few choruses and crying a few tears, this is not what it, it, it's all about. There's more to who we are than what we are living out at the moment. Hallelujah. I want to talk about our inheritance as a church. So if I were to say so, my title would be, how long will we neglect taking our inheritance? Hallelujah. Let's turn to the book of Joshua. Let's start from chapter 1, verse 10. Are we there? Okay, so Joshua chapter 1, verse 10. It reads as follows. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take a possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. Hallelujah. And then Joshua 18, verse 3. So Joshua said to the Israelites, how long will you wait before you begin to possess, before you, be, you begin to take possession of the land that the, the Lord, the God of your ancestors has given you. Hallelujah. There's a version that says, how long will you neglect to take the possession of the land, the inheritance with which God has given to you, the promise that God has given to you as a nation, how long will it take for you to lay down and just relax and not bother about this inheritance. Hallelujah. When you read the book of Joshua, it is a book about, you know, 
the, the children of Israel going to possess that which God had promised them. Amen. And so in, the book, in chapter 1, this is when Joshua gets the command. This is when he starts to become a leader. And then God says to him, do not be afraid. You know, anyone that rises against you will be eliminated. And so Joshua is, is eager. He says, okay, tell the people in three days we are crossing over. You can tell in that statement that we are going to take this now. God is for us. God is with us. And there's nobody else who can stand against us. And God says, I shouldn't be afraid. And if he says, I shouldn't be afraid, then I have no need to be afraid. And so we are going to go. And so they go and they conquer. So they get, they get the, the, the land that they need to get just before they cross the Jordan. And the, the two and a half tribes of Israel get their possessions. Amen. I want us to look parallel the church and the children of Israel in terms of the inheritance with which God has entrusted for us to go and get. He says, I've already given you all that you need for you to be able to take on this task. I've given you everything. I've given you fighting men. I'm giving you manna from heaven. All that you need for your provision is provided. All you need to do is go and take possession. And so, and so they go and they cross the Jordan. Um, we know the story, right? Hallelujah. They cross the Jordan. And then they, they begin to fight every nation. In Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10, that to this, intent, to this intent, God has called that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God may be made known to principalities, to darkness, to anyone who cares to know what God has put in the church, God or what God intends to fulfill. God is going to do that through the church. God's not going to raise some society somewhere to do something that he has intended to do here on earth. We are the ones that God has called to do that. We are the ones that have been given. As the children of Israel, we are the ones that had been given the, the provision. We are the ones that have been given what, what is needed to conquer. I was asked if I need an interpreter, and I said I'll try to mix but clearly I'm not mixing, but I, I, I see you hear me. another auditorium and then we have a thousand chairs, but the, the world is dying. That is not the issue. The issue is we are telling them that Jesus loves you. The issue is we are manifesting who God is to the world. God is bigger. He's greater. He, he is uncomprehensible. And maybe that is why our task is so difficult, that at times we carry this God that we sometimes fall short of understanding. But now, what God has intended for us to be and what we have become are two different things. They are so polarized, I, 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 it's, it's, not, it's not nice. Some of us in this place, 
we have be, become so spiritually dwarfed and barren. It's, 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 not, it's, it's, it's to the glory of the enemy. You, you have been wherever you have been. Bazalani have hurt you. Haki Kalopolo said there was a very nice phrase that people would say. They would say, I love you. Mzalani, I love you. And I think, but you just, you just met me today. What makes you love me? You know? And, 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 and I remember one woman of God used to say, some people love you just with their lips, but they don't love you truly with their hearts. Even as Jesus complains that these people claim to love me with their, with, with their mouths, but their hearts are far from me. You know, so some of you spiritually, you have been hurt. And you left your church and you've come here to become a spiritual cripple in this place. You have found a nice place to hide somewhere where you will not be found. You have found a place where you can put up a defense, where spiritually you, you are just not becoming productive, you're not becoming um, um, successful, you are not birthing anything spiritually in your life. But that is not what God has called you to be. That is not what Jesus died on the cross for you to be. Mentally, financially, emotionally, so many of us are such rags that we, we are not at a place where we can go and take up the inheritance that God has called us for. Physically, some of us are living in, in, sinful, in, 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 a, in a sinful state that we, we, there is no longer even, even a, 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 little, a little flame of fear in God in our lives. We, we walk in sin, we talk sin, we eat sin. If we, if we don't get the next, the next fix of the kind of sin we can have, we go so crazy that even, you know, the, the world out there does not even know what is the difference between Zalwani and we have found such good ways of dishonoring God. And it's fine. I live with my sin. It's between me and God. It doesn't matter. But you see, if it's fine for you to live in sin, it's a problem for us. Because you see, Achan went and took a plunder when God says, destroy everything. And he went and took a plunder and hid it. The people did not know. The people did not see. But God knew. And as a result of that, the nation lost a battle. People died in the field because one man sinned against God. So if you're sitting here today and you're thinking you're living in your sin and it is your life, like Dr. Alban says, is that Dr. Alban? It's my life. It is your life, yes. But please, stay away. We do not need that kind of a weakest link in our togetherness. Go live your sinful life somewhere else. Here God has made us a unit. Here God is making us to be built into the body. The word of God says we are the body of Christ. We are an expression of who Jesus is. And you see an expression of who Jesus is. is not the people that go around saying it is my life. Because Paul says the life that I now live. I live for the son of God. It is no longer my own life. But it is the life that God has given me. And so please, if you do not want to repent from your sin, and God is here today, he hears that I'm pleading with you to live your sinful life. If you don't want to live it, 
leave this church. I do not need the elders to approve of me to say that, leave this church. You are making us weak. Financially, emotionally, let me start emotionally. How many of you have been dumb? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> A person who's been dumbed by somebody that they really, really love, they will go moping the whole time. They will cry about how much they love him, how much they love her, how can they not live without her? How, oh Lord, they, even, they have even written songs that I don't want to live if living is without you. Hey, la! They, look, the Bible has not promised us, the word, the Lord has not promised us that He said, But I do not pray for So that you can reflect an expression of who I am. Some of you are emotional wrecks. I can bishop or archbishop goes one thing, Nasa office tool assault one thing, so I know if you look at no, I want It is not about what you want, it is about what God wants. If you've been hurt before, go to God and say, Heal me, Lord. But you see, God is a gentleman. He doesn't just rush all over you. He doesn't lord it over you. If you want to hang on to it, he lets you hang on to it. But you see, you are making us weak. Financially, some of you have been robbed. Some of you have made bad financial decisions. But we are the ones who have to carry that burden. We, we can't be a church and have everything. The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 42 that they devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and they, they, they broke bread together in their homes with gladness of heart and they sold each one what they had so that the next one does not have a need. How come the church today, we, we know there's the rich and the poor? It's my money. I work very hard for it. I don't sleep. What were they doing? You know these pastors, they don't want to work. And the next thing they tell you is you must bring your money to church. Listen, pastors did not ask you to bring your money to church. God did. Our responsibility is to teach you what God says. And we will not be quiet about what God says because when you feel who you want to keep your money to yourself. We are not scared of you. Because you are not God, you did not say it. And so why should we stand before the throne of glory when God says to us, why did you not do this? What are we going to say? Because he didn't want to bring his money. Because I didn't want them to leave church. Rather live with your man. Bazalana, some things God has put them in place for your own benefit. And you cannot afford... All of us, we cannot afford to, to neglect what God has put in place just so we can be comfortable. God is God. He does not need us to be God. 
And we need to understand that. We need to tremble at every word that God says we should be. If God says we should be holy, that's exactly what God says. And you see what I like about God? He says, be holy as I am holy. He doesn't say be holy as the pastor is holy because the pastor is not holy. He still needs to be holy like God. And why is it when we say, God says, be holy as I'm holy. Hallelujah, Jesus. But when we say, God says, bring into my house. Bring money into my storehouse. And you start looking at us like we're crazy. What then should we be? In Revelations chapter 1, verse 6, the Bible says, Jesus, and in also Revelations 5, chapter 10, ah, sorry, chapter 5, verse 10, it says, Jesus has purchased us and has made us to become kings and priests of our God. Kings are a people that rule, that know what order is. The order of God is. Priests are people that serve in the temple. They are a people that know what, what holiness is, what purity is. So God, Jesus has, has, has made us a people that rule and reigns, a people that commands things into being, and they are a people that judges, matters, Paul says, do you know that you are going to stand there and be judging big things? Jesus has made us, even Paul says, you know, um, some of the things that God has given to us, the kind of an inheritance God has given to us, even angels, you know, the prophets of old, they wish they would be living in this age. God has made us. When, 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 can I speak to young people just quickly? When we read in the book of 1 John, we know it's a popular verse, 1 John 2.14, um, John says, I write to you, young people, because you have the word of God in you and because you are strong. The Bible says about the word of God that it is, it is sharper than any double-edged sword. It is a powerful, offensive weapon a, a child of God can have. And the word of God says that we, young people, have been given this. The people that know the word are the people that are stable. They're, they're not tossed by every, every wind of doctrine that comes about. They're not tossed about by every kind of, of, of fashion that comes up. Can I have young people stand, please? Oh, Shane, I like it. Bazalani, Bazalani. When God, when, when Paul speaks, when Paul speaks to, to Timothy, he says, do not let anyone look down on you because you are young. You see, sometimes people don't look down on you because they want to look down on you. It's because you give them reason to look down on you. 
You can't be a young people that is born again and you still, you, you still sound the same way as your friends. You still do the same things that your friends do. The kinds of updates you guys do on these social medias, they leave very little, very, very little to like. The, the word of God says, I write to you because you are strong and you have the, the word of God within you. Where is the word of God? Where is the strength that John talks about? Where are you? What are you doing? It's no point saying, let me... It's not point you know what the Bible says to, to people who says that? He says, you fool. Tonight your life will be asked from you. It will be taken from you. Don't live your lives recklessly. Don't live your lives as though you don't have the strength of God. Don't live your lives as though you don't have the word of God. The word of God is a light unto your lamp. And it's, 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 it's a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. It gives you direction. It shows you where to go. It teaches you how to live. It teaches you how to behave. If you ignore the word of God, you do so at your own peril. But above all, the word of God says you have strength. It is that strength that will help us to take our inheritance as a church, as a unit, as the body of Christ. And if you are sitting and not doing anything, you make us weak. Thank you. You may have your seats. And... The book of 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. Still, Paul is talking to a young man. He says, let me get there. He says, no one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civil civilian affairs but rather tries to please his commanding officer. God has called us to become soldiers in his army. You know, the church is a bride of Christ, beautiful woman like me. And also the church is, is a soldier. So, so the word of God says, a woman who's married concerns herself to do what? To please her husband, right? So the word of God we, says we are the bride of who? So we should please who? And then the word of God says we are soldiers. That should not concern themselves with civilian matters. But they should do what? Command their, they should, they should please their commanding officer, Right? So, Bazalwan, we also should reflect, the, the, when, there's, when there's time to become a bride, let us reflect that, that, that part of being a bride, beautiful, you know, looking all splendid and glamorous. You know, when they see you, they go, you know, 
But at the same time, let us not forget to pull up the armor of God, put on the blessed plate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the readiness of the gospel of Christ Jesus, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, and the word which is the sword with which we will quench, with which we will, we will, we will stand against the enemy, and the faith that will quench every fiery dart of the enemy. You cannot afford just to be a bride looking wonderful and just carrying on with your business. Yet the war is waging. I read somewhere where someone said, if Christians knew or really truly believed that their neighbor who's not born again, they will burn in eternity. They will not cease to plead that person to Jesus until that person is born again. Hantle, hantle, hai baba kreste. Rea dumela horubatu basa poloswang. Bata chamulong osa feling wadi hele. Harikekera huta. Rita tuwa la hubua ka jeso. Rita babulela ka jeso. Rita ra hubua na uru. Utoko patuki rana na uru utoko buwa ka jeso. Maru utoko patuki ima. Rauna chaba honamo. Kita kenya John 3.16. Marikani niti niti hari dumela. Horelefati le shwang. Our neighbors. But I hear some baron. But we are receiving angle bona musebeti. We are receiving angle bona school. Can it not be done with dumel? Or, but I am a long way from feeling. Nerke kera khuta. Nerke tsu Allah babulela kajis. Hufisella ba mu amhela. But we don't. So truly, we don't believe that there's a burning fire in hell. Our leaders. We need leaders that will model the right thing. Paul says in Acts 20, 28, if you are in this church longer than a year, you know it very well. He says, watch over your lives and the flock that the Holy Spirit has made you overseers of. When he speaks, um, 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 Peter in 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 First Peter chapter five verse one to four, he says, "I plead with you as an elder, as a fellow elder, you know that watch over your lives." And I want to plead this to our leaders and to our elders. There are there is there is a, such a great challenge to model to other churches and pastors how to take care of the bride of Christ. And I want to exhort you and encourage you, keep at it. Keep, keep the flag flying high. Because with that, you will save so many. Hallelujah. Barcelona, what is at stake? If we do not live what we need to live, if we do not become the people that we need to become, what is at stake? You see, what, what, what Joshua did is that he said to the men of the other two and a half tribes that you will come, you will cross over with us. You already have your inheritance, but you're going to cross over with us so that we can fight and get the inheritance for your brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. 
Some of us get to a place where we receive in God what we have been asking for. Oh, Lord, give me a husband. Thank you, Jesus. I finally found him. Father, give me that BMW. Oh, Father, thank you. I finally found it. Oh, Father, I thank you for this house that looks so glamorous and all that. I know those are lame things, but that's exactly what we thank God for. And once we have received those things, we just settle right there. So once you have your own land, the other side of Jordan, you forget about those ones who still have to cross over and get their inheritance. But Barcelona, we need to be at a place where in our togetherness, we are protecting one another. In our togetherness, we are fighting for each other's inheritance. But above all, we are fighting for those ones that are still in the chains, that are bound by chains out in the world. That is what God has called us to. That is an inheritance that God has called us to. We have been called to conquer and win nations for God. And so we cannot afford to be happy with the fact that, Runa, we have escaped the fires of hell. And so that is good enough. It isn't good enough. We need to get to God and our lives are fully spent. I, I trusted you for all that I could trust you for. I prayed for who, whoever I could pray for, and whatever I could pray for. I preached my lungs out. I shared with that person. However many, however many people, there's, a, there's an individual, I don't know his name, but there's a gentleman who has won more souls one-on-one -on -one than any other person preaching. That was in his time. So that means every other person that this guy met, he made sure they know Jesus. How dare we engage with people about things that have no eternal significance and make it such a big business and yet we don't tell them about something that can save their lives in this life and in the life to come. God has called us, Bazalan, to fight for that future. And what else is at stake here? What is at stake here for me is that um, all that Jesus died for, all that Jesus promised, he said even as Enoch read this morning, you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost shall come upon you and you will be my witnesses. You will be my witnesses in Cosmo City. You will be my witnesses in Extension 6. You'll be my witnesses in Randberg, in Johannesburg. You will become my witnesses in South Africa. You will become my, witness, my witnesses in, in, in China. How many of you are willing to preach the gospel where people die? Where, where you say, Jesus, oh, then the hands go down. There are people who die, for their, who die for their lives. Yeah, that's good English. There are people who die. They know that receiving Jesus as Lord and Savior is a death sentence. Imagine preaching the gospel in such a territory. Who wants to receive Jesus? If you know you're going to die once you said, Amen. Barcelona, we don't have it that hard. What excuse are we going to give to God? If, if other people are still daring, 
the systems of this world to live for Jesus, to show forth the splendor of Christ. What reason do we have, Rona, here right now as we sit? What reason will we give God for not fully taking up that inheritance? I just want to read a few things as far as our inheritance is concerned. The church would fail to walk into an inheritance if she's not fully entering into holiness. We need to be holy, Bazaran, as God is holy. There's no any other standard of holiness except for God. She will not enter into her full inheritance of faith, nor recognize that the power that lies latent in her, taking God at his word and daring to claim all that God has spoken. If we do not trust God and have faith in God fully, we will not claim all that God said there is to claim because we do not believe. Jesus says all things are possible to him that believes. She will not enter into her full inheritance of love and unity, but has been rent with strife and divisions and jealousies and controversies. How many church splits do we have? I guess there's more church splits in a year than there are church plants. Because we're not walking in love and unity. But we are walking in strife and divisions and controversies. It's not about us. It's about Jesus. Paul says, rather be wronged than to go and, and take each other to courts and just show uh, what is not Christ. We fail to, just sitting here, how many of us are in here? About 100 and something. We just fail to live with each other here. How, how about the church that God added to them 3,000 that day? We do not hear of them splitting. We just hear of God scattering them because of persecution. They were, they were now just sitting nicely like we are sitting nicely. Bazalani, there has to come a point where churches get stronger and stronger and unite and love one another than splitting and splitting and, and, and having controversies. Oh, God. She will also fail to experience the supernatural power of God. If, if we fail to really take up and, and look forward to this inheritance and, and fight for it, we, there's so much at stake. Let us not be like the churches that Jesus speaks about in Revelations chapter 2 and 3. He says to one church, you know, I, I, would, I would rather have you hot or cold, you know, not just lukewarm. And the church these days is just not hot, it's just not cold. Somewhere in between. And the danger about being lukewarm is that God says, I'll spit you out of my mouth. 
So, Bazalan, how long will it take us to slack? How long will we neglect to take up this inheritance? Should we stand in front of God and God says, well, I saw how much you went to church, you know? I saw how much you prepared those chairs. I saw how much you, you did all those things. But I have this one thing against you. You let your neighbor go die the second death. And it was known to you that that will happen. I pray that we are stirred to take this seriously. We truly have been called to a greater cause than we are understanding it to be. We have been called to a serious cause than we are, we are putting towards it. It's a cause that needs commitment, withholding nothing. It's a cause that we should wholeheartedly, unapologetically compromise. We shouldn't compromise it. But we should go forth. We should be single-minded. We should, we should look unto Jesus. There's a song that I, I would have loved us to sing this morning. It says, Rauhang Masol in Doyalwan. Lisho meleng boche dirakiting. Rejeso ki morena lumulaudi. Uya renehe la marunaras kiberatabakot. And so, Bazalana, I want to encourage us today that it isn't enough. It isn't enough to trust God for your next car. It isn't enough to trust God for your next hairstyle. It is not enough to trust God for a wife. It is not enough to trust God for your promotion. Those things have no eternal significance. You should remember that God has called us to a greater cause. Amen.